Oh, yeah. I went on my first Tinder date recently. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be in that I'm still alive. One part of me wants to take her out and talk to her, be real nice and sweet and treat her right. And what the other part of him think? (laughs) What her head would look like on a stick. (laughs) Which I wasn't sure that was the case. But uh, yeah, Tinder and online dating kind of suck as a whole. It really does feel like a weird job interview. It definitely 100% does. I think like everyone follows the same script where you're like, what do you do? What? What would you say you do here? Well, what'd you study in school? Oh, yeah, I have a friend that does that. <laughs> like, It's true. You, and you don't even care what the answers are either. You don't. You're just like, okay, how do I get from this question to the next question? And it's just like, oh, great. I learned a lot about this stranger I'm never going to speak to right. ever again. Oh, your uncle lives in Minnesota? That's really cool. That's I don't awesome. care. You can kill me right now. That's the first state whose capital I memorized. Like... It's all like a bunch of it's just like, ex- yeah, extraneous like information that you don't need ever in your life. So what train line do you take to work in the morning? <laughs> I love that question. Oh, I don't live there, but I have a friend who like just moved out of that borough and then like moved back to California. That's Great. so weird that you like Thai food. I love Thai food. <laughs> you breathe? You like to laugh? That's amazing. Oh, man. My friend likes to laugh. Ah, uh, well, you know, uh... Some would say that that fodder would make for great practice before you interview bands, right? That is a hell of a segue. I mean, I'm trained for this stuff. <laughs> Very impressive. Um, on this next, you want to tell us who we interviewed next? Sure. I interviewed Hannah at the uh, New York Hall of Science during our little field trip series. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was fun to talk to. She's really a uh, cool chick. And I like her music a lot. I was actually listening to her on Spotify the other day, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Which is, I don't believe it. I say that as though because I mostly listen to like death metal and hardcore. Do you have to say? I do have to say. I have to say. No, but I actually really like her uh, her tunes. I like the electronic vibe she adds to the soul. Well, let's get to this interview. Here's my interview with Hannah. I'm here with Hannah. Thank you so much for uh, joining me. Thank you so much for having me. So we're at the New York Hall of Science. Is this the first time you've ever performed in a science museum? Absolutely. It's the first museum I've ever performed in, actually. That'd be weird. What's the strangest place you've, is this the strangest place you've performed in? Um, I don't know if the strangest is the word. It's definitely one of the coolest, I have to say. <laughs> Did you get a chance to check out any of the exhibits or wander around at all? Oh yeah, we've been playing like kids on all the toys, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, how would you describe your sound? It's definitely unique in terms of adding some electronics and things into it. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely come into it's a life of its own. I mean, I'm really influenced by R&B soul. That's kind of my foundation. And um, working um, with different producers, I've found that, like, you know, I'm, I have so many influences right. coming from different places, and I definitely listen to almost everything. So I think my music has become this kind of mishmash of right. a lot of different sounds. And yeah, it, it, it <laughs> become this thing. How'd you get together with the band, the guys you're playing with? Um, well, today it was actually a brand new band. Oh, wow. I, they're not the guys that normally play with me. Um, my other guys are on the road and doing other things right now. So this was a really last minute pulled together thing. Right. Um, but they're obviously super... You wouldn't know that it was the first time. Yeah, yeah, but we had some rehearsals. So, so are you from New York originally? Um, no, I'm from Colorado. Oh, cool. Boulder. So, how'd you end up in New York? 
Um, I went to school in Boston, and then it was like LA or New York, which coast are you going to go on? And chose New York for now. You made the right choice. Yeah, <laughs> I made it through the winter, so, you know. Yeah, this winter sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's coming up next for you? Like, what can people be looking out for? Um, well, I definitely have um, an EP or something coming in the next uh, summer, early fall is kind of what I'm looking. Um, I have some shows around New York. Hopefully, you know, other places on the East Coast coming up. And, yeah, just trying to... You were uh, mentioning some of your influences when we were recording. Is there anyone that you'd like to work with that's, like, local that or people you've seen at shows that you're trying to collaborate with? Um, I mean, I love Emily King. She's one of the people I've followed for a while, and um, I'd love to do something with her. Um, Nick Hakim's a fellow uh, Berkeley... Uh, classmate of mine and I love what he does and I'd love to collaborate with him at some point so those are some locals you were mentioning that uh you're into Carol King what are your favorite albums or songs of hers oh man I mean not to put you on the spot (laughs) yeah (laughs) Tapestry is obviously a great one um but a while back my mom asked me to sing Beautiful and no pressure <laughs> oh yeah right now <laughs> on the spot <laughs> here's for you mom yeah. <laughs> um so yeah that i mean she's just a great songwriter and really authentic person i think so what's your opinion on like the, the current state of sort of pop and soul music like how do you feel about what's new and because it sounds like you're like a lot of the older stuff what do you think about the new stuff that's out there i mean i feel like this is the time that right. r&b is making a comeback <laughs> in a big way so feel like the soul the soul is alive in the industry right now um i i'm into it i mean there's like so much music all the time um coming out so everything's cool these days (laughs) and do you play like a sample pad like at the mic like you have you have something under your mic what are you actually playing with that it's um a voice live touch so i can do harmonies um doubling different effects on my voice because that's what i was staring at the entire time i probably looked like a weirdo staring at that the entire time you're playing <laughs> i yeah i'm still learning to use it it's, it's a, cool it's very unique i don't usually see that yeah it's, a, it's definitely an instrument in itself so. right and where can people find your your music online do you have a website or twitter or where can um, people find you i'm uh, yeah i'm all over i'm twitter instagram hana music is one n <laughs> okay. um and uh you can find my music on soundcloud um, so, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Awesome. Now here's the hard-hitting question in the interview. How did you decide to use all capital letters? I've re- whenever I see your name, it's in all caps. How did yeah. you make that hard decision? <laughs> the very hard decision. This is the tough-hitting question I have for you. You know, it just it looks cooler. It does. <laughs> <laughs> looks that's, cool on merch. That's the brilliant answer. <laughs> all right, that works uh, for me. Yeah, I actually, I, I don't know if you've seen the original logo. is the upside-down V. No. That's how I've done the A's. And I've been copying and pasting ever since. So you so. do all the artwork? Um, kind of. I mean, I've collaborated with right. some other people. I've, that was my idea, my artistic idea. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us today. Thank you. That was our interview with Hannah. Um, if you want to follow the official Play Too Much Twitter, it is at We Play Too Much. Uh, you can follow Mark on Twitter at Twinter. <laughs> you can follow Mark on Twitter at Shankletown. Yo. Or you can follow me, or both of us, whatever, um, at Alanasaurus, I L A N A S A U. 
R R R U S. Very important that you know. Yeah, there are. I'm uh, Alanasaurus. That's my official official uh, government name. Are there other Alanasauruses with like more and less R's in their Twitter there handles? Was, yeah, there's an Alanasaurus with one R, and that's why I had to do three. She's single. <laughs> I'm gonna follow her and unfollow you. Uh, that's rude. <laughs> but also, she had the great mind of you know crafting that Twitter handle, so I can't really judge her too much. It's true. Um, but I felt that two was too little and three was just right, even though I hate odd numbers. I'm a mystery. I don't know. Why do you hate odd numbers? Uh, well, my friend, they're evil um, and they exclude people and they're just all around very hostile numbers. I don't like the number nine. That's an odd number. Shocking. No, but it's just the number nine. It's still an odd it number. sucks. Yeah, because guess what? There are two teams of four, and then there's one guy left over, and he's just like, where do I go? And it's like, you can't go on either side because it's only nine. Yeah, but that guy's usually like the smelly kid in class anyway. Yeah. Like, there's a reason he's by himself. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, not, it's not an accident. It's still sad, okay? okay? I was the number nine, okay? And it's not cool. It's all right. I was just the kid that pretended to have diarrhea so I could sit out completely. You pretended to have diarrhea? In middle school, we used to have to uh, have wrestling every, like, once a year we'd have wrestling you in gym class. You'd rather fake have diarrhea than wrestle? Yeah. That Absolutely. I would do that as an adult, too. That You know how much sense that makes? No, I didn't, like, like go into the bathroom and pretend to have diarrhea. My mom would write a note saying I had diarrhea. So then I didn't have to wrestle in gym class. Um, what? Yeah, exactly. You said to your mom, Mom, I don't want to wrestle because Cause it's, it's so gross. too much. Yeah. I'm sorry. You thought wrestling was too gross, but possibly having diarrhea was not gross. But I didn't actually have diarrhea. That's why it wasn't gross. But the entire class would think you had diarrhea. I don't care. <laughs> They were the ones that had to wrestle. I got to sit on the sidelines and draw my notebook. I don't know if it's admirable or it's just oh, still it's, preposterous. It's admirable. Because you know who didn't smell like sweaty dude after gym class? Me. No, but you could have smelled like poop. But I didn't have diarrhea. I smelled like fucking daisies. But everybody thought you had diarrhea. I don't care. That's their problem. You hypothetically smelled like poop. You can't hypothetically smell like something. You can if you lie about having diarrhea. I mean, I got through the day just fine. Oh, my God. Well, that's our podcast. Yeah. Stay tuned for our next episode. Bye. <laughs>